0: Hey everyone, and welcome to The Ad Project, an ongoing series about two guys who put their heads together to start the world's most advanced Amazon advertising agency. They've obsessed over all things in the Amazon advertising world, built an industry-leading platform to gain deeper insights, and continuously test, trial, and push to uncover the most effective advertising strategies. Now they're going to help you grow your Amazon business by pulling back the curtain to share what they've discovered. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the ad project podcast, you're listening to Matt and Joe. Um, so we own ad advance a digital advertising agency with campaigns generating hundreds of millions of dollars in sales. Um, we've obsessed over finding insights on the most effective Amazon advertising strategies and then built a system around it. So now we're here to share our insights and thoughts and give you weekly updates on trends, strategies and best practices. So welcome again, I'm Joe, this is Matt,
1: hey everybody.
0: So today we're gonna be really focusing on keyword research and product targeting research to populate your campaigns. Up to this point, we did a full overview on the different ad types, and then we've really focused on sponsored products from the start. So talking about auto campaigns, manual campaigns, and the campaign funnel structure. So today what we're really gonna focus on is now, either with new product launches or for existing products, What keyword and product research can you do to really populate those campaigns as you go? And then really, how do you build on the funnel structure that automatically helps feed keywords and product targets downstream? So first items that we can talk through are, we really want to differentiate between product launches and existing products that we have established. So Matt, maybe I'll take the the first one for product launches and then you can dig into more details when you've got existing historical data as you go. Sounds good. So one key thing for new product launches is you you obviously don't have the full information on how people are going to find you, but you've got a lot of key insights as the product designer, the product owner on how you feel like people are going to find you. And so one key piece that we want to do is when we're launching, New products. We want to show Amazon that the products are good, that they're going to convert, and that people are going to purchase them. And the key way that we can do that is really focusing on high relevancy keywords and product targets, and then also focusing on the placements that tend to convert the best. So when we look at new product launches, the key goal with Amazon advertising is high relevancy. So when you're looking at setting up new manual campaigns, for your new products. Really, what we like to do is we like to take a very targeted approach. Um, There's some people who will focus on trying to hit as many keywords as you can from the start trying to pick out all the long tail keywords, focusing on all your competitors and substitutes and everything else like that. Personally, we take a much more targeted approach, we want to make sure that our ad spend is aggressively focused on those high relevancy keywords. So when you're looking at your product. Really a key thing to look at is if I'm searching for this product that I just designed or purchased, how would I find it? And really focusing on those top 10 to 20 keywords to really get momentum for those, those key search terms, how people will find you. So what we tend to do is we like to set up campaigns, manual campaigns, like phrase campaigns, where we focus on 10 to 20, very highly relevant keywords from the start. And then we get aggressive bids to get those initial impressions and really start driving the traction through it. One other thing to keep in mind for new product launches and for advertising with new product launches is that just to keep in mind what the key goals are. So from the start, the key goals are to try to drive initial sales and initial traffic and initial volume to your products. You're trying to build up those reviews that social proof to really show people that When they click on your listing, you've got a solid product and they should purchase. So the initial goal is not to achieve like the lowest ACoS from the start or to really focus on margin with your ads. It's to focus on driving that volume, those sales to really build up the listing and to also show Amazon that your products are going to convert well for those, those keywords and search terms. Once they start seeing that your products do convert well and turn into sales, That really helps to drive up the organic ranking now because it's a great way to show Amazon if they type in a certain search term and they purchase that this product is fully relevant for that. So those are key goals and outlines on really what to focus on for product launches. But Matt, maybe you can dig into it a little bit more. Like how do you figure out when you're looking at new product launches, what's what's those keywords or those product targets that you're really focusing on?
1: Yeah, so kind of get into keyword sourcing. Uh, For a new product launch, uh, the first place I start is with the listings. So taking a close look at listing title especially, picking out key product attributes associated with that title, and then pairing them with core keywords very closely related to the product. So if we have a product that's natural, organic, uh, maybe like a protein shake, I would take a look at that listing title, pick out those descriptors, pair them with the highest relevancy product keywords and target those in our campaigns. If, for example, I was going to start out with some broad match keywords and I wanted to populate a few long tail keywords that are really high relevancy, I would maybe pick two to three product attributes and then perhaps the audience that the product's geared towards and append them to mainstay keywords related to that product. So in the latter example, natural organic protein shake would be a great broad match keyword. I would use broad in an instance like that, just so I can reduce the number of keywords that I need to load. The order doesn't really matter when you're using such long tail keywords, whether somebody searches organic natural protein or natural organic protein. The search is the same. They're looking for the same product. So that's where broad really comes into play. And I'll start with a few of those really long tail broad keywords, again, focused on product attributes and audience. One of the key benefits of going to the listing and focusing on listing title, especially is that when you pick those keywords and somebody types them into Amazon search and an impression is triggered, that customer search is going to be very closely related to the listing. They'll see that the listing title's uh, close to their query so that drastically increases the odds of a click through and a conversion because based on the title the most important description of the product it's what they're looking for so aligning your initial keyword mix with very high relevance keywords that are in your listing title is one best practice that i'd recommend
0: yeah yeah and then some other pieces to add for that is Once you've found the highest relevancy keywords or product targets to really target for your product launches, what we really wanna focus on then is being aggressive with the bids to make sure that we're maximizing impressions, clicks and views to those keywords. If you start out too low on the bids, since Amazon doesn't have much for relevancy data on your products, they may not get shown or they may be shown, but at a very much lower frequency than what you'd like to see. And so we like to be aggressive from the start and really generate that traffic, which then sends the signals to Amazon that these products are indeed converting well. And then once the relevancy figures go up, the cost per click that you need to get those placements goes down, along with your organic rankings going up because Amazon's getting all these signals that, again, your product is converting really well for those keywords or those product targets. So Be aggressive on the bids. And then the other piece to keep in mind, too, is that we want to focus on the highest converting placements. And if we're talking about sponsored products, and we'll get more into placement adjustments as we go in a further episode, um, but Top of Search tends to convert at about twice the rate of rest of search or product page placements. Um, So if you go into your sponsored products campaigns and go into the placements tab, we like to boost Top of Search for new product launch manual campaigns to make sure that your ads are getting shown for the highest relevancy targets, but also the highest converting placements. And this is another great message to Amazon that if they click on your ad and they convert, let's give it the best shot that we have to do that, which is combining these high relevancy keywords with the top performing placements. So Matt, you know, we talked about new product launches. But what if you have existing data? So when we take over campaigns where they've already been running their ads, um, what other pieces are you looking for to populate those manual campaigns with?
1: Yeah. So once we move past the product launch phase and traction's picked up, organic sales are coming in, that's where things get kind of fun with keyword research. And we can expand the list of targets, the types of targets that we use substantially. So at that point, one of the. Best sources that you can go to for new keywords, new keyword themes to target in your campaigns would be search term reports. So we perform tons of campaign reviews. Uh, One of the things that we always request are search term reports. Uh, The reason for that is because they show actual customer insights and behaviors that shoppers go through when they're searching for those terms. Do they buy your product? Do they click through? So it helps us to hone in on really unique types of keywords and new targeting strategies as our campaigns mature one of the things that always surprises me is the number of search terms that aren't bid in manual campaigns when we take on a new client or when we perform campaign reviews so we do a ton of campaign reviews for leads and people that reach out to us and one of the checks we'll always run is how many search terms are converting performing well but aren't bid manually they're not an independent target and i found the percentage to be really high. Uh, We just took on a new client at the turn of the year. They had over two thirds of their sale coming from search terms that they weren't directly targeting in the first week, we plowed all of those search terms down the funnel into well-structured manual campaigns and their sales went from about 15,000 per week to 25,000 per week in the first week. (laughs) So massive growth in week one, just by going to search term reports, grabbing those that are converting, putting them in uh, manual campaigns. It's a major opportunity for uh, new keyword product target research.
0: And so what what Matt's going through too is just kind of, it's boosting up the campaign funnel structure that we talked about in the previous episodes. And so if we already had a well-structured campaign funnel set up before those new clients came on, all those keywords would already be bid manually but what we find is that many people rely a lot on auto campaigns which is fine but once we can get those into manual campaigns and better target the highest performers and get those bids set right and get the placement adjustments set right we can see some massive gains so that's one piece that really feeds back into the power of the campaign funnel structure why we covered that so much in depth but as you're going through and looking to restructure new campaigns the first and most obvious place to start is the existing data that you have for those products and it's the search term report. So that's always the first place that we start too. So Matt, what are some other locations that you go to when doing initial keyword or product target research?
1: Yeah, well, going beyond search term reports, which provide tons of nuggets for just, even if it doesn't exist in a search term report yet, you can find themes within those for things that could work well. So, just using that search and reports as a jumping off point to new targeting strategies. There are other opportunities too, just using Amazon search, keying in relevant targets, targets that convert well for your products, and then taking a look at competitor listings. You can conquest competitors directly. So, target their brand names, their products in specific conquesting campaigns. Returns are kind of variable with that strategy, but great way to steal market share from competition and. It's zero sum, you know, it'll improve your ranking at the expense of yours. Amazon's competitive. So that's a fun strategy to utilize, especially when returns are solid and competitors aren't effectively defending their brand. Another report that I really love, it works for keywords and product targets are brand analytics reports. So if you're a brand registered seller, you have access to these brand analytics reports. For keyword research, my favorite is also called a search term report. So it's not a search term report related to your campaigns, your products. It's basically a list of the highest searched search terms on Amazon, up to a million plus over whatever period you specify. And what you can do is take a seed keyword, so a keyword related to your product, like natural protein shake, type it into that search uh, in the search term report, and It'll list a bunch of variations of that search term that shopper search for. And it'll also list the products that sell most frequently associated with those searches. So if we take a seed keyword, like natural protein, we can come up with a list of maybe 15 other natural protein related keywords, target those in our campaigns, if that seed keyword is done well, and then also grab those associated competitors those product targets they're picking up a ton of traffic for those and potentially conquest them with product targeting or even keyword targeting their brand names
0: yeah yeah another fun piece to dig into for keyword research is also using the search bar in amazon but looking at their autofill feature so if you type in an initial search term so say if i type in snowshoes it's pretty snowy up here right now in Duluth and I can look at what Amazon fills on the back end for that for common searches so it might be snowshoes for men snowshoes um, for icy conditions like there's a lot of different pieces and ideas that you can get on the keyword search term side just by starting to type in a phrase on Amazon and then seeing what they autofill with on the back end too so that's another piece that I love to check out
1: yeah, yeah, those are typically really high traffic search terms too, uh, to be indexed in those search su- suggestions. And when I'm shopping, I find myself clicking those all the time.
0: For sure. Definitely. for useful. sure. Yeah. Another fun one to keep in mind too, is alternative languages in different markets. So for instance, in the U S um, I can't remember the exact figure, but it's somewhere between like 13 to 15% of us households, their primary spoken language is Spanish. And so targeting other languages within the different markets, um, it's it's a strategy that we've been testing a lot lately and we're finding a lot of incremental sales. I mean, if you look at the Spanish speaking uh, households in the US and compare that population to the population of Canada, there's actually more Spanish speaking households in the US than there are people in Canada. So that's been another fun piece that we've been testing a lot lately and have seen some really good initial results. So. Well, you can focus on, you know, the primary languages like English in the U.S. market. Also looking at alternative languages because people may be searching in Spanish on Amazon.com. Absolutely. Yeah. So any other ones that you use for keyword research, Matt, or any other tools?
1: Yeah. I mean, we'll use some external tools from time to time as well. There are so many good sources on Amazon with Amazon with insights coming directly from Amazon that, so it's quite a bit more trustworthy, but if we're looking for ideas or finding some general themes, then using some of the third party tools that are available on the market can be really useful. I typically wouldn't use them on the front end or until products are a bit more mature. So wouldn't use them at launch, but when we're targeting a wider breadth of keywords, then they really come into play. So. Occasionally we'll, we'll check out some of those third party tools, take a dump of keywords and then manually sift through it and make sure that they're relevant. That's one of the issues with those is you'll get a lot of search that's close, but not quite, and it can lead, especially with like broader phrase match. It can lead to poor results if you don't manually screen through those third party tools.
0: Yeah. So while we develop all of our own software. Um, for third-party tools, one of our go-tos is, is Helium 10 just for extra ideas that we use. So um, that, that's one of the few third-party tools that we use on a, on a regular basis.
1: And one of the um, great features of Helium 10 is they have this ASIN grabber. And so for product targeting research, that's one of the more, more useful things that they offer and we do use frequently. So if you go to Amazon and you type in a search that's very closely related to your product, so a long tail keyword, like natural organic protein shake for women, that's about as descriptive as it gets. You can use a tool like that to pull all the ASIN that appear in search results, just like that single click, and then use that as a jumping off point for your product targeting, uh, targeting those ASINs in your, your manual product targeting campaigns.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So since we jumped into product targeting, I guess we, we just touched on helium 10, but what's other ways that you typically find other product targets
1: to include in the manual campaigns? Uh, my first recommendation would be start with your own products. So we'll run these campaigns. We call ACE and defense campaigns. It's a cross promotion tactic where you target your own products on your product detail pages. So really cool tactic. We'll get into that, quite a bit more in a future podcast episode. But for competitor product targets, a go to I, I use frequently would be brand analytics reports. Again, if you're brand registered, use them. There's a couple really useful ones beyond that search term report I mentioned earlier. Market basket analysis, those show the products that are frequently purchased with your product. So great for targeting complementary products. Item comparison. And alternative purchase reports are great for building out a list of substitutes. So I think these brand analytics reports, especially alternative purchase and to an extent item comparison are among the most valuable offered for product targeting research. It's coming straight from Amazon, their actual data analytics on what people are looking at, what people are buying in place of your own products. It's tied directly to your specific ASIN. So your ASIN will be listed in the first column and then competitor ASIN listed to the right. Pulling those on a frequent basis, maybe once a month or even quarterly, they offer quarterly reports, is a great way to supplement your product targeting campaigns. I guess the third would be using suggestions or even category targeting with modified attributes. Do you wanna cover that piece, Joe?
0: yeah uh, so one, one piece that we've really enjoyed a lot lately and it's gotten continually better is the suggested product targets directly from amazon so when you look at all these different suggestions and these different tools really what they're based off of is one a whole bunch of data and two really good algorithms to figure out the connections between the two and so if you look at having a whole bunch of data amazon definitely wins that i mean they have Like we talked about before, the biggest databases of consumer preferences and the history of humanity. And so they're also leaders in artificial intelligence and AI. They've got Amazon Web Services. So we've really been lucky enough to work with some of the product teams who are working on these different methods to find other comparable product targets. And. One thing that we found is like, there's actually a difference between the sponsored display product targeting and the sponsored product product targeting. And when we compare the recommended product targets between the two, um, we've actually found that the sponsored display side has been much more solid. And key reasons we found is that they actually take into account different listing attributes. Um, the way they categorize the connections between different products is also different. So in one method, in the sponsored products method, they may just look, if you view similar products within the same session. And, you know, as we're shopping, we can be viewing a lot of different categories of products within the same session. Um, so that's where you can get some of these weird product targeting recommendations with sponsored products or in sponsored display. They're looking more at like connections on purchases, and then also taking into account similarities within the catalog, whether it's product title, descriptions, or other pieces that really go into the product itself they can make a much better connection and so we've seen a major improvement in the recommended recommended product target especially on the sponsored display side so um, if you're looking to implement you could set up a sponsored display product targeting campaign look at their suggested ASINs and then you could use those on the sponsored product side for us since we get to we develop our own software we can use the api connection from sponsored display and we actually use that to populate sponsored products and get ideas there too so um i would definitely keep watching out for the recommendations from amazon they have the biggest data set and now it's just fine-tuning the algorithms the recommendations may not have been as good in the past but they are continually getting better and there's a ton of smart people that are working on this. We're continuing to use those more and more frequently as we go, as the recommendations get better, and they're able to find ties that we personally wouldn't see just because we don't have that huge data set that they have. So another great source is sponsored display product targeting campaigns. Look at the suggested ASINs, and you can cross utilize those on sponsored products. So... You know we covered a lot on keyword research product targeting research matt any other pieces that that you want to hit on before we wrap this up
1: yeah i guess just one final piece for product targeting you can add category targets to your manual product targeting campaigns and if you do so you'll probably see mixed results across your catalog one way to make sure those category targets really perform is to use the price modifiers So put a price point higher than your product, or at least in line with your product, and you'll see substantially better results. Shoppers on Amazon are typically pretty price, price conscious. So using those pricing modifiers makes a big difference. Uh, reviews to an extent, putting, you know, maybe four stars or less also nets, large improvements. And what you can do then is as those category targets convert, check your search term reports again and pick the individual ASINs that are matching to those category targets and target those individually as their own standalone product targets to fine tune, uh, performance. You can target them based on their unique performance versus that of the overall category.
0: Sounds good. Yeah. I love it. So overall we, we covered a lot of different, uh, Keyword research, product targeting research methods that we utilize. In the upcoming episodes, we're going to be focusing on other fun stuff like negative keywords, whether you use it for deduplication or how do you control performance, Um, talking about actually setting bids, setting goals, placement adjustments. So, a lot of fun stuff coming up. Um, So, thanks for listening and make sure that you join for the next episodes where we get to dig into a lot more of these details or these topics in much more detail.